Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. We'll get back to your calls in a little bit. Right now, we welcome in a good friend of mine, as I always go on his podcast every week, and now he's nice enough to stay up late past midnight, as a matter of fact, and join us right now. He is Jimmy Trana of Sports Illustrated. He hosts the SI Media Podcast, which has great guests every week, including yours truly in our little segment called Train of Thoughts with Sal Licata. Jimmy, I wanted to get your thoughts, Trainer's thoughts, on our show here tonight, so I appreciate you taking the time to join us. Anything for you, Sal. Anytime. You know how those come on. So it's a perfect night because of the schedule release. However, what I really wanted, the reason why I thought to get you on tonight was because of a tweet that I saw about you, and this has been going on for a while. I've seen you tweet this, your little clip that you had Rich Eisen on the SI Media Podcast, asking about Brian Cashman and his job security. I've been talking about the Yankees all night. I'd love to get your thoughts. A diehard Yankees fan, they get pasted by the Rays. The Yankees are in last place, nine games out, but still over 500 and still have you know a good club. What are your thoughts on your New York Yankees? I've wanted Cashman to go for a couple of years now, and you know, what has to be established is this, is, is the goal make the playoffs and money? Because if that's the goal, then he's fine and he shouldn't go in there. If the goal is to win the World Series, then all you got to do is look at the track record. He's won one with, you know, the highest payroll in baseball most years until your owner decided to get involved. So... Right to win the World Series understand why he's still here. Well, I mean, look, he has... See, this is the thing, though. They put together winning teams every single year. Like, a bad year for the Yankees is 92 wins. And we're all like, oh, my God, how dare they just make the wild card. So I I get why he's there. However, I'm with you. I think they need to just change for change. Same thing that he told Girardi after Game 7 of the 2017 ALCS. Like, hey, great job, but it's time for a change. That's what I feel like with Cashman. But he he has been good at his job. Well, yes and no. Two things. I... Okay, I do think a big factor in this, what you just said, I can't, I'm, I'm old now in my memory shot, and I don't remember if it was Pat Riley or Bill Parcells. One of them I remember saying years ago, sometimes you have to change the voice in the room. And Brian Cashman has been here forever. He's been here. Now, 
I don't give him any credit for those early World Series, 96, 98. That, that was Bob Watson and Gene Michael. But he was here in some capacity in some of those years. That's how long he's been here. I think it's time for the Yankees, given their recent track history, where they have won one World Series basically since the dynasty. It's, it's time to change the way they do things. Now, you say he's a great GM or he's done a great job. I think it's, I think it's very, well, I shouldn't say very easy. It's very helpful when you have an unlimited payroll and you can make mistake after mistake after mistake and cover it up. Like, give him credit, let's say, for Harrison Bader. You know why Harrison Bader's here? Because he messed up with Joey Gallo and then he messed up with Aaron Hicks. So he keeps making mistakes and he gets to keep fixing them. And then, okay, then he hits with Harrison Bader. The Aaron Hicks signing, the Josh Donaldson trade, the Joey Gallo experiment, any other GM in baseball fired. On top of which, can you please tell me the picture the Yankees have developed in Brian Cashman's tenure? Oh, well, you're not a fan of Luis Severino? Well, and then that's the other issue. <laughs> At some point, someone has to pay for the fact that every player gets injured. Yeah, or I mean, look at the pitch. And you can make the argument that he brings in these players and has never once ever been healthy in his life. We give him a 50-year contract. <laughs> I mean, right. it, someone's got to pay at some point for all this. Frankie Montas, Carlos Rodon, you know, it's, and these are guys who uh, got hurt. Uh, then, then you have the guys that you know, dating back to Michael Pineda, James Paxton, Sonny Gray. These and, guys haven't worked out either. And not only do all these guys get hurt all the time, the Yankees baby their players like I've never seen an organization baby players. This guy's got to sit. This guy's got to can't play this. Stanton can't play the outfield. Judge got to get him rest. Bader hits a home run. They rest him the next day. And then all these guys still get hurt. What do you think of Boone? I mean, he took out Herman again, where people some say, some people say it a little too early. What do you think of Boone so far in watching him over the years? Boone is completely irrelevant. I think Aaron Boone is there to manage the clubhouse and manage the media. I don't think he makes one decision that goes on with the ball club. I think all that stuff about taking out pitchers is determined before the game. The computer spits out a, print, a spreadsheet with all the analytics, and this guy, third time through the order, can't do this, and this pitcher, if he has to face a lefty, and it's 40 degrees out, and uh, there's 50,000 people in stands. we got to take him out in the seventh inning. They, they're so over-analytical, which is another reason why I would like to change the way they do things. I don't think Brian, Aaron Boone makes one decision. I think it's all made for him before the games. Right. He's a data applicator. You know, I've been calling him that for years. He applies the data that uh, the front office gives right. him. Do you know? Did I ever tell yeah. you that story? If, that, if, that and, it, and let me just say this. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I called him a data applicator both here on the radio and on SNY on Baseball Night in New York, and apparently there was one time I was reading the paper, Andy Martino gave me a tip to it, and I'm reading the paper, and it was like an interview that Boone was doing with Joel Sherman, and he's like, you know, this this guy, somebody was called me a data applicator, and he like got ticked off that somebody, who was happened to be me, referred to him as a data applicator and not a manager. <laughs> Well, all you have to do is watch the games. The guy, I mean, there's no feel, there's no gut, you know. I mean, you know, Brian Cashman would call nine one. Brian Cashman would call nine one one and have Aaron Boone arrested if he left if he let a lefty face a righty or a righty face a lefty. I mean, that's illegal. That's a felony in Yankee land. There's no feel at all. 
Oh, you would know about felonies in Yankee Land. You know what's sad about Aaron Boone <laughs> is that he's, he's actually... <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside I, I, joke. I, 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 just, just, I, just for, the, for the Yankee fans who want Aaron Boone fired, whoever they would hire to replace him, replace him, would literally do the same right. exact things that Aaron Boone does because that's what the that's what the, the the manager of the Yankees is a MacBook Pro. It's not Aaron Boone. <laughs> Right. That's exactly why I always say the same thing. And as I was going to say, the sad part is I like Boone. I feel like he's a good dude, but he he's not moving the needle either way. That, that should, and that's by design. And that's what the so the firing he's not is not allowed. Gonna do he's not allowed. When the Yankees fired Joe Girardi, who okay, Joe Girardi was mocked for his binder. And Brian Cashman says we want to go even deeper to the analytics. That's all you need to know. Right, exactly. It was We used to make fun of Girardi for that big book, and then it got even worse. All right, we're talking with Jimmy yeah. Trana of Sports Illustrated, the SI Media Podcast. Let's get into some fun stuff, this NFL schedule. Now, I will say, I think the NFL draft is like the most overrated. I, I understand the importance of it, but the event itself, like, come on. Uh, but then the schedule release comes out, and it almost one-ups it. There are some funny things on social media. The releases, I thought the Titans did the best job. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I, for you and I, we get excited about certain things about it. But ultimately, don't you think it's much ado about nothing here with the schedule release? I No, I don't think it's much ado about nothing. I, I like to know. I want to. Now, I thought of you a lot today because we're opposites on this. You hate those Christmas Day games. I love that there's a triple header. I think you know, Black Friday, I, I was the one who, I'm going to take total credit. I invented that <laughs> idea on Twitter like four years ago or whatever. That is, to me, a gift from God. And I, another thing I'm not sure if, if NFL fans are aware, and you'll probably hate this, there's going to be four Monday Night Football doubleheaders on ESPN slash ABC this year, which is another new little wrinkle. Ooh, so, I did not know that. No, I did not know that. I actually like that. See, I don't mind football on Sunday or Monday. That's when it's supposed to be played. Well, Christmas is on a Monday. You're going to get three games. No, I don't want any of them. I'm not watching one of them. Now, the problem... <laughs> see, here's where I have a problem. Two things. Yes, two things. Not no. Not only, not only does Goodell screw me again, he puts a game on Christmas that involves the Giants. So not only are there three games on Christmas, one of them involves the Giants, which I have to watch, and then he puts the Jets on Black Friday. Three o'clock on Black... Like, if, you're, if it's eight o'clock, I'm fine with that. Why the hell would you put that game at three o'clock on Black Friday? A lot of people stay home on Black Friday because they types of people on Black Friday. The psychopaths who decide to go to the stores and go shopping in the in the mobs where you see the videos from Walmart of people fist fighting over a Georgia television. Well, the people that stay home and eat leftovers. Now you're going to stay home and eat your Thanksgiving leftovers and watch the Jets. Right, but at 3 p.m.? Like, what, what good is that? Well, everybody's home at 7 or 8. Why wouldn't you make that a, a primetime night game? 
Three o'clock's right in the middle of the day. Look, come on. But people, if you're single, don't have a family, it doesn't matter, right? If you're younger, it doesn't really matter. There are people, I've talked to a lot of friends that are like, this is ridiculous. Like, Black Friday, I can't tell my wife. I'd like you to explain this to me. How am I going to tell my wife, oh, honey, I'm sorry, on Thanksgiving, you know, I got three football games to watch. Then on Black Friday, you could do whatever you got to do, but I got a game to watch at three o'clock. Then I'm sure there's games on Saturday. There's obviously a full slate of games on Sunday. Like, it just doesn't end. Christmas, there are games. Christmas Eve, there are games. I hate when Christmas so, falls on what, a Sunday. What are you What are you doing at 3 o'clock on Black Friday? So, something, unfortunately, with my wife and daughter. Like, I got, I mean, I got, I can't dedicate all day Sunday to football and then say Thursday is half family, half football, and then say also Black Friday. Like, that's a movie day. That's a hangout around with the family Wait, day. I don't so, know I'm going to go shopping, but. Games at three o'clock. You have all night to watch movies with your wife. What's the problem? It's right smack in the middle of a day that I need to be dedicating time with my family. Like Goodell just has no respect for anyone or anything because he thinks NFL rules at all, and I'm sick and tired of it. It will not ruin my Christmas. I got, I got, I got a little newsflash for you. NFL does rule all. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The thing that I'm mad is I, I'm trapped. If it weren't, like, let's say this is the Dolphins and Bills on Black Friday. I'm fine with that. I have to watch the Jets. And by the way, I want to. Don't get me wrong. I want to watch the Jets and Dolphins on Black Friday. I want to watch the Giants and Eagles. I just don't want to watch them on Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, there's sir, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Black Friday. They should be off limits. Could not disagree more. And you're just going to be saying, so let me ask you something. What's the difference of an NFL Sunday or Black Friday now to you? Black Friday, it's one game. At three, because here's what, Black Friday, I don't leave my house. I don't, I sit there, I'm stuffed from the day before. Right. And there's usually college football all day on Black Friday. That's a college football day. Now you have an NFL game in the mix. It's beautiful. Oh, God. And then Christmas, you don't care about Christmas or Christmas Eve? Look, Christmas Eve falls on a Sunday, so you're going to have, I'm assuming, a full slate of 1 o'clock games, right? Yep. And yeah. then, then, then you get the three games they have on Christmas Day? I mean, come on. That's, they're being pigs. You need three games on Raiders, Christmas Day? Raider, Raiders, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, Ravens, Niners. Let's go, baby. Christmas it's actually Day, not a bad, no, it's not a bad slate, uh, no, but I'm not watching. It's a great slate. I'm not watching it. I don't, Giants, Eagles, maybe. I mean, it depends what I'm doing that day. See, this is a, a, my brother-in-law. He better get the TV fixed by then. Absolutely watch Giants, Eagles on on Christmas Day at 425. Yeah, with the in-laws running around. I got It's just it's such a problem. Like, when will it end with the NFL? I, it, Thir- Thursday night games. And by the way, their Thursday night game schedule, that sucks. Their Thursday night schedule, there's maybe two or three games actually, that are good. Oh, oh, again, could not possibly disagree with you more. I thought they did a great job with with Thursday night and Amazon Prime compared to last year. They gave really? them, well, they gave them right off the bat. They have a they they gave them a great game in week one. I have it here. I'm trying to find it. Um, yeah, who's week the opener? They gave them a. Wait, give me a second, because I had it. Yeah, I had yeah. it all ready I, to go. I, I'm looking at it right now, and I see week two. I don't know why it starts with week two and not week one. But anyway, you get the because Viking. Week, maybe week one just... is NBC. It's on NBC uh, Thursday night on week one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here it is. I got it here. I got it. I know I had it. 
Uh, it's not Thursday night. But you said you have it? Uh, yeah, Chiefs. I have Eagles and Vikings on Thursday night, the first Thursday night game, but that's week two. Then you have the Giants and Niners, which I like. I, the Vikings-Eagles, like, whatever. That's a whatever matchup. Lions-Packers, a w- nothing matchup. Bears-Commanders, nothing. Broncos stink. Why do I care about the Broncos and Chiefs? Jaguars and Saints. I mean, these are bad matchups. The Bucks don't have Tom Brady. They're playing the Bills. That's a squash game. Titans and Steelers, okay. eh. Okay. Okay. Panthers and Br- Bears. I mean, the Thursday night game, man. Okay, so your spin on that is a little, okay, the first Thursday night game in week two is Vikings Eagles. Good game. The second week is Giants Niners. That's, That's a, good, a one. good game. Yes, agree. Week four Lions Packers. Now you don't know what the Packers are going to be with with Love, but that's a rivalry game. Better this year, so that's watchable. Okay, Bears Commanders obviously garbage. You get the Chiefs the week after that. To me, the most fun team to watch in the entire league. Um, Bucks Bills again one of the more fun teams to watch in the league. Week ten is a disaster with the Panthers and the Bears. I'll give you that. Bengals Ravens, that's a good game. one. Yeah. Dolphins Jets, good game. Cowboys on week thirteen are always going to get it, be a draw. Now you don't know late in the season. Patriots Steelers could be for you know they could be fighting for a wild card yeah. spot. I'm looking for for matchups. I'm looking for good matchups. And when, even though it involves one good team, like let's say the Bills in this case over the Bucks, you still got a bad team involved. That's not a good matchup. It's a good team. You're going to have that on Sunday. You know, listen, Sunday night on NBC and Sunday 425 Fox and CBS. Those are the money slots. I'll tell you one thing regarding the Why are the Lions? Like, Lions, Lions Chiefs open the season? Come on. I'll Lions? tell you why. I'll tell, I'll tell you why. The NFL philosophy schedule is that there are going to be certain – there are a handful of slots. Opening night is one. Thanksgiving is the other. Where they don't want to put a great game because they're going to get a monster rating no matter what the matchup is. The Thanksgiving games are Lions, Packers, and Commanders, Cowboys. Now, they could have put Jets, Cowboys on Thanksgiving and gotten 60 million viewers. They don't have to. They'll put Commanders, Cowboys there and get 50 million viewers. That's What's the, the... They're not going to waste. They're not going to waste a monster week one game when everyone's going to watch week one on that Thursday night anyway. I, I want to say one third... thing about the Jets. That I, yeah. Go ahead. Well, what's the third no, uh, Thanksgiving the game? Uh, it's, I think it's Seahawks Saints. I believe is the oh, yeah, no, no is the third one. one. They, um, I'm sorry, it's Seahawks Niners Seahawks. Is that Niners Seahawks? Sorry, that's not that bad. All right, we're going to yeah. say about the Jets. Okay. One thing I thought interesting about the Jets, I think, rated game of the year. If you, so the highest rated game of the year is always. Thanksgiving Cowboys game, um, Christmas Day last year I think was second. Pick out those special games on the on the holiday. I think the highest rated NFL game of the upcoming season is going to be Jets Cowboys, and I thought for sure that was going to be a Sunday night game, but CBS must have fought very hard for it because they had it, and I'm surprised though they're doing it in week two. They're doing it early. 
Um, but you have the New York market with with Rodgers, and the Cowboys are obviously the biggest ratings draw in the league. That's going to be the highest rated game of the year, and they're doing it in week two, and CBS gets it, not Sunday night or Monday night, which I thought was interesting. Jets get six primetime games, which is just remarkable. I mean, I understand it, but it is just crazy but, when you think well, about it. Well, forget you know, that. The Jets, uh, you know, I know every, you know everyone is on cloud nine because of Aaron Rodgers, and, like, you don't want to, like, come in and rain on the parade. That Jets schedule is absolutely brutal. Brutal. That, yeah. If I was a Jets fan, I'd be, I'd be worried. That's rough. Buffalo, yeah. Dallas. Uh, I mean, Dallas is not. I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't be worried about Dallas. Even Buffalo. I mean, they beat Buffalo last year. New England or is New England that good? Yes, historically speaking, for the Jets that we know and for the other teams, yes. But with Aaron Rodgers, they could beat the Bills. They could beat the Pages. They could beat the Cowboys. I mean, I, I think you can make an argument. Jets could be four so one going in that Eagles game. Sixteen and zero. It sounds like no, but the Bills. Bills, well, pa- Patriots aren't that good. You think the Pats are that good? I, and it's at home. No, I don't. they good at all. But Bills, Cowboys in three of the first four weeks. And then at Denver, they're not good. But at Denver is always tough. And then the Eagles. Yeah. And it softens up a little bit. Hey, look, I had a lot of these schedules. are. By the way, I just counted up the Giants. They also have six primetime games, huh? One, two... Three, four, five. Yeah, I mean, six primetime games for each, which I like because it keeps them separated, the Jets and the Giants. Although week two, Giants are at four and the Jets are at 425 against the Cowboys. I hate when they both play at the same time. I know that's not a you problem, but although although the Giants are better now, so, I mean, obviously with the Jets and Giants, you could usually in years past, you don't even have to worry about them because they're so bad. Now, though, you got to watch the Jets and the Giants because they're two of the more entertaining teams in the league or better teams in the league. Yeah. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not totally sold on the Giants yet. But see. anything else stand out to you from? I mean, we went over the Thursday night. We went over the Jets and Giants. We went over Thanksgiving, Christmas. I mean, I, I know you love it. I just, I want to love it. It's just too much. There is no breather. These Thursday night games, like I need a break from it. Well, it sounds like you know. If I'm being totally honest, this sounds more of like a style problem than an NFL problem. I know you had some harsh words for Roger Goodell earlier, but I I think the person who has the issue here is you. I think it can become overkill. <laughs> I really do. I really do think that he's it's just it's just overkill. It's too much. It's too much. What makes it special? It's supposed to be Sunday and Monday. Not Sunday, Monday, Thursday, holiday, Friday, Saturday. When do these Saturday games pick up? That's December? That's late. Yeah, that's like the last two, three weeks. Yeah, and even that. It always falls on my wife's birthday. It's like, it's just... See, I want to be... When I know the games are on Sunday... I got it covered. Same thing you said about Monday. And by the way, what is the reason for doing the Monday Night Doubleheaders? Did they explain? Is there one? Just the ESPN paid a... I almost cursed. A a ton of money. (laughs) An obscene amount of money for Monday Night Football. And they're throwing ESPN a bone and giving them some extra games. Oh, now wait a minute. Wait a minute here. I do have a problem with this. I don't have a problem (laughs) with the doubleheader. Why are they scheduled within an hour of each other? I, I meant to tell you that earlier. It's not a traditional double header of like seven o'clock and ten o'clock. It's going to be like seven fifteen and eight fifteen. It's more. It's staggered starts. 
No. See, I hate that. I, why Why wouldn't it go 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock, or whatever, 6 o'clock, what? 9 o'clock? Like, f- figure it out. Why would they have they them go head-to-head? They, head? I, I hate that. The days of the days of those doubleheaders where the NFL games start at 10 o'clock are over. They're not doing that anymore. So they're this better the off NBA. playing these games against each other? They did it last year for one week, I believe. And it worked out totally fine. They've timed it. They have it where that first game is at halftime when the second game starts. And Monday night, now, week 14. Monday night, I'm just looking at it now. I think there's yeah, three or four of yeah. them, as you said. Monday night, week 14. Week. Yeah. yeah. Giants, Packers, yeah. 815. Titans, Dolphins, also 815. Like, come on. Well, the, the, the theory behind that is that every single person now has a second and, in some cases, third screen. You have your TV. You have your iPad. You have your phone. You have your laptop. Uh, so there's no issue firing up two games at once. And uh, I'm, Look, I'm not saying there's an issue, but I'd rather watch one game at a time. And I also like, you know, if you're in a football, and obviously we are if we're discussing the schedule and getting excited about this, you watch one game, and then when that game ends, you have another game to look forward to. That's the beauty of it. Instead, you're burning two of them at once. It drives me up a wall. I'm not happy with this, with the whole thing. Black Friday and the fact that it's the Jets. Christmas and the fact that it's the Giants. Doubleheaders on Monday and the fact that they're playing at the same time. I mean, it's ridiculous. Goodell's screwing me. I, this, this, may be, this may be hard to believe. The NFL actually knows what it's doing. They're kind of, they're so. kind of successful. They're kind of successful. They, they were. basically run the country. They have been successful. I guarantee you at some yeah. point it will become overkill. They're pushing it. No. They are pushing it. will never it. happen. will never happen. All right, go get some sleep. Thank you, Jimmy. We appreciate you checking in. Anytime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.